This week's episode of Choose Don't Excuse is sponsored by Muscle Donut. Muscle Donuts are gluten-free, baked, never fried, hand-dipped, and packed with 10 grams of protein. That's right, 10 grams of protein. We absolutely love them. In fact, it is one of Judy's absolutely favorite treats, especially if you saw her Valentine's Instagram. If you enjoy living a healthy lifestyle, but donuts are your weakness, check out themusceldonut.com. Another episode of Choose Don't Excuse. I'm Jody and I am stranded in Boise or Nampa, Idaho, just outside of Boise. And Judy is on the road again. And I, you're not stranded, you're like in a house. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm holding down the fort. <laughs> you're holding down the fort at home in Nampa, Idaho. And I am actually right now, Strasburg, Pennsylvania. So I'm actually at East Strasburg University, Pennsylvania, and a nice little guest suite in their dorms, which are really like nice dorms. They're not like your typical college dorms. So, um, yeah. Anyway, but I'm here with Keilani at another volleyball camp. So, yeah, she's just taking out the colleges on the east side. So it's pretty cool. That that's super fun, and and I know from your Instagram uh, stories how much you were enjoying being in the Pennsylvania area. I mean, that area where you're at is just gorgeous. Oh, it's I, I don't even know how to say it. I thought, you know, I really liked Arkansas when we would go visit your family in Arkansas because of all the beautiful trees and stuff. But I'm not kidding. I will. I just barely drove. We we landed in Laguardia. And then I had to drive from New York um, through New Jersey and then to Pennsylvania. And even New Jersey was amazing. I mean, New York is a big city and that I expect city life. And, you know, I'm from California, so I understand city life and traffic and all that. But driving out of New York and going into New Jersey and then Pennsylvania was like, I mean, it, it's just another country over here. I love it. And, and the humidity right now, I mean, we're this is July and apparently this is like, the worst time, but it's not bad. I mean, I must be getting it on the okay days because it's not bad, but this is just beautiful, beautiful country. Hmm. East coast, baby. Yeah. I, I, I love the East coast and, and I have a really good friend down there in King of Prussia down by Valley Forge. And that whole area is just gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. So oh, I bet, I bet that area. Is, yeah. Cause that's down towards Philly, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. It's pretty fun. So I'll be uh, I'll be driving around here soon again because I just want to check it all out. It's just pretty, but that, that's you know, awesome. the The campus here is really pretty too. Um, yeah, and I love the people; they're great. So, well, it's it's super fun because we you guys are experiencing a whirlwind of colleges last week. It was UVU in Utah, then you have East Strasburg, and then you're going to be at Columbia University, and it's just super fun and. Really, the whole purpose of that, that is for Kaylani to look at the different colleges that she's going to uh, potentially go to to not only attend college, but also to play volleyball. And it's just a fun time to to be able to experience that transition with our daughter. 
And she's ultimately, you know, she, she's having to make the choice of where she wants to end up. And so that's kind of a fun, fun transition to, to kind of walk through her with her. And what, what's super fun, you know, I, I've been thinking a lot about um, our discussion last week where we talked about entering the judgment-free zone. Um, and so I wanted to follow that up with judgment-free zone two. So um, <laughs> it just, it, it's like we were halfway through the conversation and we were ending. and. One of the things that I think is really, really important is that part of not judging is being kind to yourself. And this week, I was listening to Edit Your Life show with Asha Dornfest and Christine Coe. And Christine Coe, they actually received a letter from one of their listeners, and that she was talking about how she, she looks at what everybody else does and she compares and despairs. And I love that phrase because I think a lot of times, especially, especially with social media and Instagram and Facebook, we see what the highlight reel of what everybody else is doing. And we go, well, how come my life isn't like that? How come my life isn't great? Instead of looking at why my life is great. And I think your life can be great even amidst really challenging times. So, um, and that, that's really what I thought we would talk about because, you know, we've had a really challenging year, but on the other hand, we've had a really blessed year. And I think one of the tools that we have used to really help make it a blessed year is something that you invited me to do at the beginning of the year by your own example, and that was to keep a daily gratitude journal. Yeah, yeah. That gratitude journal has helped me a lot. And, um, but I, you know, I want to step back, but I definitely want to talk about the gratitude journal. Just stepping back, when you talk about like when we look at other people's highlight reel and comparing ourselves to that highlight reel, um, I think that it's it's more about um why do we well i guess i want to talk about that maybe that's what we're you're going towards but why do we talk why do we think that we need to compare ourselves we do it all the time but i don't think that media um is well i think media plays a huge part of it and i'm not talking about just social media i'm talking about just you know advertisements and um, even TV, movies, shows, you know, it's like, that is, um, that is the epitome of fairy tales, really, when I think about when you're, even, even the shows that are like showing you despair and tragedies and things like that, when the movies are tragic, they show that, okay, well, even if it doesn't end happily, you still kind of have a, what do I want to call it? Like a, um, a prepped version. Cause I think of like, you know, when you do a, a cooking show and it's like all the food is all prepped and everything's all nice and ready and they can do it <laughs> five minutes. Like it's all done. And you know that when you do it, it takes you an hour to actually make it. And you got a huge mess in the kitchen. That's what those movies are like. I mean, it's already prepped and prim and proper and whatever. It's already cleaned up. 
So why, you know, we're looking at that, we're watching those and thinking, now that's how it should be. I watched a movie last night. It's an awesome movie and I can't think of, it was cute. I shouldn't, I won't say it's awesome, but it's, it's called Music and Lyrics or something and Lyrics and Music and don't ask, oh, Drew Barrymore was one of the actresses. And she's in there and she's, you know, like upset about something. She's got to deal with something in her life and, and it's, um, you know, it's pretty heavy. It was pretty traumatic for her. But in like, I don't know, five scenes, she gets over it or she gets it, she figures it out. I mean, we're watching an hour and a half show and in five scenes, she's like, okay, I figured it out. You know, he told me this and now I'm all figured out and now I've, I'm, I'm better now and he figures himself out. And it's like, that's doing a disservice for us if we believe it's going to happen in five scenes, you know, or an hour and a half that we're going to get over. I know that that's not reality. I know that not most people don't feel that way, but it really does. What we see, what we um, listen to, we internalize that subconsciously. So we feel that that probably should happen to us too. And so um, going to your gratitude journal, I like to look at it. I've actually changed it in my, for myself as blessings. And um, I needed to say that. I needed to use those words because I can be thankful, and, and I am, and I'm grateful for certain things. But I look at them as blessings now, too, because when I see myself as um, having a blessed life, then those challenges um, aren't as big or as huge in my mind. You know, I guess, I guess they still are. Yeah, we have to look challenges and, and see them in a certain perspective. And big to me may not big, be big to somebody else. And that's okay. You know, you do you. But I'm just saying that um, when I see them as blessings, they are um, looked at in my mind as different. I think you have to have the right word or right phrase for yourself. Um, so yes, the gratitude journal, the blessings journal has helped a lot minimize, um, my challenges. And and when I say minimize is because then I don't take it so, um, so hard and it's easier to handle, I guess. Yeah. That, you know, one of the things that I've been contemplating is that, you know, we tend to look at ourselves and we say, you know what, we're not good enough. I should be to this point by now in my life when really it's about the journey. It's not the destination. And it's like Carl in the S2S podcast this week, he said, there is no there. There's only the experience of walking with people and the people around you. And are you taking people with you along your journey as you're growing? But we have a tendency to often think that I'm not good enough to help other people when really your story may be exactly what somebody else needs. And we need to, to grasp hold of our own story and say, you know what, this is my life. This is who I am. I have value. I have strength. And you know what, I'm going to have an impact on not only me, but I'm going to have an impact on my family. I'm going to have an impact on other people. And 
your impact, what I've learned is that a lot of times we think our impact is really small, but just like when you throw a, a rock into a lake, those ripples extend for a long, long, long time, you know, until they dissipate into flatness. And I think that when we see that we truly have value, then we're kinder to ourselves and give ourselves a break. Why do we give everybody else a break, but we don't give ourselves a break? Yeah, <laughs> that's really true. Yeah, why, why is that? Um, I think it's called expectations. I think that we have certain expectations of ourselves and we hold ourselves to a certain standard that when we don't meet that whatever expectation it is, that we feel less. Um, and, and I think maybe that's just it. I mean, with, when we have goals, we, um, those are expectations, right? And we make it, we want to have it look a certain way. And instead of accepting that, I don't think it's a bad idea to have expectations, but it, I almost want to say that have no expectations. I mean, I don't even know how to phrase that. Like, I think you should have expectations for yourself and that means goals. I think they should, but I think that you can simultaneously let go of what it should actually look like because you don't know what it's supposed to look like. All right, let me give you an example. I'm here, you know, I'm here in um, the East Coast with Keilani looking at colleges, okay? We have, as husband and wife, as parents, I should say, to her, we, she's had a goal. She's definitely had a goal to, you know, go to college and play volleyball and do all those things. Definitely, that's her goal. And our goal for her was whatever she wanted to do. You know, we didn't have the expectation to say, you will go to Harvard. You will go to, that's, that wasn't the set expectation. All the expectation was if she wants to play ball in college, um, we were going to facilitate that any way we could. Now, the journey through that and going, going to that into where we're at, we, you and I have already looked back and said, hmm, we should have probably done this, this, and this instead. And we didn't. So we're now in the situ you know, in a certain situation where we're at right now, but that's the journey of it. We can't look back and go, okay, well, we probably should have put this, this, and this in place prior to where we're at right now, but we didn't. So moving forward from maybe for our grandkids or something, we're going to, you know, if they want to do this, you know, type of you know, whatever, you know, this process, we actually know now. So and we're okay with that. I guess that's what we're saying. I'm, I'm, I'm okay with the fact that, that you don't know. So we didn't, uh, we don't, we don't know the whole process. We can plan, we can ask, we can research, we can do all we can, but it's all new to us. Everything is new to us. Every single day is new to us. So what kind of expectation should we have when we don't know what tomorrow is going to bring? We don't know. Yeah. So, it's okay to have a goal, but not, not glue yourself or not attach yourself to the 
expectation that you might have or the outcome that you might have. So, so the, the thing is too, not only is the process like what we just, I just mentioned that it's going to take some time or, or whatever things that we decided that we should have done. Um, so we learn from that. We can explain that to maybe somebody else. If, if there are certain things, you know, certain people bring this kind of situation up, we can say, Hey, maybe this can happen. You can do this because you know, this is what we learn. But at the same token, the journey here was not easy. I mean, it's, it, it's like, <laughs> we're in a situation where we're like, we got all this other stuff going on at home. Can I really leave at this time? And I'm like, yeah, no, yeah, you have to, you just got to continue doing stuff that you're going to do, but we didn't expect to be where we're at in our lives and have this going along. Nothing is smooth. I guess that's just it. Nothing is smooth. There's no such thing as smooth sailing. So on our journey, when we look at somebody else's situation and think, Hey, they're making millions of dollars or their kid went to, you know, so-and-so school and, and now they're playing, you know, whatever sport and, you know, they're doing those things. We can't look at that and say, gosh, what did I do wrong? That's really what it is. What did I do wrong? It's not that you did wrong. It's just, that's just how your journey is. And you actually don't even know what they went through. And it's interesting because, because you said you're looking at other people, you know, going back to Kristen Coe's thing of comparing and despairing, you know, when you look at other people and you go, well, how come I don't have this house and I don't live in this neighborhood and I'm not traveling like this or, you know, whatever you're comparing yourself in and going, well, I'm not there. Why? And putting yourself down, despairing over the choices you made instead of going, you know what? This is the life that I've made. And you know what? There is still time for me to make adjustments if I want to achieve what I see somebody else accomplish. But are you doing it because you want to keep up with them and run with them? Or are you doing it because, hey, this is what I really, really want to do? And I think one of the things, too, is we put self-limiting beliefs on ourselves, right? Because how many times do we go, you know what, I'd love to to live on a beach. And we go, the first thing we say is, well, I can't afford to live on a beach. Well, why can't you? Somebody else did it. So why can't you put in the, the effort, the work, the discipline, the steps that will enable you to accomplish that dream? And I think a lot of times we short circuit our dreams and say, you know what, I don't have the capacity to do that. Somebody else, that's for somebody else. But me, you know what, I'm going to live my mundane, not so great life, instead of going, you know what, I have it within me to accomplish that goal, and I'm going to do it, right? And I think a lot of it is finding that self-determination, that self-will, that self-discipline to allow you to begin to get out of your self-judgment zone and say, you know what, yes, this is where I am today, but I'm going to do these things to change my trajectory. Well, and I was just going to say, though, when you mentioned, when you said the person might be saying, okay, my mundane life, honestly, it's like you may look, maybe the person's looking at themselves as a mundane life, but somebody else is looking at their life going, that's an awesome life. You know, and that's the thing. We're just not happy where we're at. Yes. So 
bottom line I feel is you, one, you need to love yourself. I think that's just it. It's like love yourself and love where you're at. And then if you, in, in trying to improve yourself doesn't mean you don't love yourself. Right. I, and I think I run that, I run into that in my, in my health and wellness field. Okay. I run, run into that where I feel like, you know, they're just like, well, I, you know, I may have clients that say, you know, I'm, I'm not happy where I'm at. I'm not, you know, I'm, I need to make these changes. I want to do this and this and this and that's, and that's perfectly fine. You want to improve yourself. There's nothing wrong with improving yourself and loving yourself at the same time. So what I like to work on is that mental, um, that mindset that says you are perfect the way you are right now at this moment. And that is actually very hard, very hard for a lot of my clients. I, I have a hard time that with my, with, for myself. You know, there are definitely things I want to improve about myself and where I'm at right now, I am good enough, but almost that enough or good enough. Sometimes I feel like, um, people take that as average and like good enough doesn't mean average. Good enough means you got to know that God made you perfect just the way you are right now. You're perfect because he doesn't make mistakes. Now, does perfection mean you have no place to improve? No, perfection to me means it's progress time. It's progression. And so perfect is progression. And gosh, <laughs> I, I, I want to articulate things that are in my head, but I'm not spitting it out so as well. So let me just, and that's okay. And, and I need, but Jody, help me with that. Help me where I'm trying to explain, because I think you know what I'm talking about, where perfection, there is your progression. Well, yeah, and, and I, I really like that thought, because I think a lot of times we hold a standard up on a pedestal and say, you know what, I need to be at that level to have value. I need to be perfect to have value. Well, you know what? No, you don't. What you need to be doing is progressing in your spiritual, emotional, and physical growth. And that's really what life is about. And I think too often we put this you know, stigma on ourselves that we have to be the perfect person. We have to be the perfect dad, the perfect businessman, perfect husband, the perfect father, all these things. Instead of just going, you know what, this is who I am today. And yes, there's a list of things that I can improve. But instead of worrying about the big list, I'm going to pick one thing and I'm going to work on that one thing. And as that one thing becomes part of my character, it becomes a characteristic of who I am, then I can move on to the next thing. And some things, straight up, they're going to take an entire lifetime to improve. But there are little things that when we allow ourselves the grace to grow, then we can progress towards who we're trying to become without judging ourselves through the process and going, I'm not where I should be. Wow, what a loser. 
instead of going, you know what, I'm not where I should be, but I'm working towards it. And that is what is important. Well, and that's perfect. I love that phrase you just said, grace to grow. That's it. You got to give yourself the grace to grow and get perfection as being flawless because I actually don't know anything that is flawless, but it's going to be in your own mind if it has flaws. So flawless, well, actually, I just looked up the, the definition to perfect, and it says having all the required or desirable elements, qualities, or characteristics. And then it says as good as it is possible to be. So there's, you know what? Flawless to me, um, <laughs> yeah, that's a mindset. That's a, I don't, I, don't, I, I mean, when we, okay, <laughs> as good as it's going to be, I'm going to, we're trying to sell our house right now, right? And every time we do a showing, we have to clean it up as as flawless as it's going to be, you know, make it look nice for the people that are going to come in and walk through it. Right. So, you know, me, I'm always like, okay, everybody else out of the house, we're done cleaning it up. And I want everybody else out so that I can go through and make sure whatever I need to make sure all the little things are put away, whatever. Um, after everybody's helped clean up, because I'm saying to myself, like, I want it to look as perfect as I can let it look. And then I have to let everything else go. And that's not easy to do because I always see certain things that I'm like, oh, I really should paint that right now. Oh, I really should cover that up right now. But I can't. I mean, it's going to take time for me to paint that wall if I want it to look a certain way so that somebody, you know, but, but what's to say, that's the mindset, what's to say that person who walks through isn't looking at it as a flaw? They don't look at it as a flaw. They, they look at it as, they don't probably don't really see it. But it's something that I see because I'm nitpicking at every little thing, judging what I think somebody else's value is. That's what we're doing. When we judge ourselves, um, we are looking to say that we don't have value. Somebody else's value is going to judge us. I mean, there's so many different things involved in that and it's it's a mindset it's a we got to change our mindset on that yeah and what what is very interesting to me is that you know we often talk about be, being flawless but really it's the flaw that makes you beautiful you know how many of us look at ourselves and go you know what? one eye smaller i have a gap <laughs> in my tooth or yeah, you or, said one eye smaller because you know that i say that about me yeah and i'm like i think that quote flaw is beautiful. I love it because it looks like you're winking at me half the time, you know? And, and I think a lot of times we look at these flaws in ourselves or we, and, and, and we look at them as negative instead of viewing those flaws as a characteristic of who we are that makes us beautiful. And so instead of looking down on the flaw going, you know what, this flaw makes me unique. Yeah. Right? I mean, you have one dimple. I have no dimples. I would love to have dimples, right? And I forgot I had dimples until one guy said that to me. He's like, you've got a dimple. And I'm like, 
Well, yeah, I do. I forgot I had that. <laughs> right. I mean, have you ever, it's like one girl that I was teaching early morning seminary. She kind of has a crooked smile and she doesn't like having a crooked smile, but I love it. I mean, it, it makes her face unique when she smiles. She's kind of got this cool little, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but I loved her smile because it was a little crooked. And I think a lot of times we look at our flaws as, um, as a negative thing when they're actually the things that make us beautiful. Well, make us unique. That make us unique. And that's what we want. Why do we want to be like everybody else? Yeah. I mean, in this day and age, especially, we're always look like, we're always saying, you know, you got to be you, you be unique, and I mean, it's great, and all this, and yet we're trying to be like somebody else. <laughs> right? I mean, you just said it. You said it makes you unique, and yet, why do we want to keep changing to look like everybody else? I mean, the the latest trend, the latest fashion, the latest styles, the latest, you know, um, car, the latest house, the latest whatever. It's like, it's whatever. You know, what I think isn't going to be... Um, what I think isn't going to be valuable to somebody else actually is. Yeah. And you don't realize it. And, um, you know, when you said, you know, you realize you're making an impact, you don't realize you're making an impact on somebody else. You, you really don't know that. And, um, I think that's probably where we need to be more vocal about sharing that. And I think that's where social media should um, be led to, meaning that I think we all should, when we're commenting or, you know, it just needs to stay positive. I mean, so what if someone else has that kind of opinion or whatever? It's like, that's their opinion. And that's what makes them unique. And that's okay. Well, it's, it's, what, what's cool to me is when you look at, if you are honest with yourself, who are you attracted to? You're attracted to the people that are a little offbeat. They're a little unique. They have, you know, like Billie Eilish. I you and I both love Billie Eilish, right? She doesn't fit the mold, but she fits her mold. And people are drawn to people that are unique. So why do we embrace our own uniqueness? Quit judging ourselves and just go, you know what? This is who I am. And world, here I come. Right. Because I'm ready to live it. And I'm... I'm experiencing life and you know what? Join this journey with me. And if you like me, great. If you don't no, well, well, you're missing out on me and well, you know what? I'm missing out on you and that's okay because that's not everybody fits. You're going to you know everybody does fit. Everybody does fit in this world. We're a tapestry of, of different um, fabrics, different colors, different um, textures. And we are a tapestry and, and it, it's we all fit here in this world. No, I, and I agree with that 100%. But what I was meaning by that is that somebody may not necessarily fit your personality, right? Yeah. And, and that's an important thing. It's like I, I may be sharing something in a way that is not going to resonate with somebody else. But somebody else, it is going to resonate perfectly because our personalities and our experiences align so that I can and you can communicate in a way that helps them. And I think what the thing is, is that we get offended when we, we don't um, please everybody. Like we don't fit with everybody or they don't like us. 
and we're offended by that. And so thus we feel devalued. Yes. That's the part that's hard to, 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 to swallow. That's hard to swallow when you think, you know, I mean, heck people probably listening to this podcast and going, uh, yeah, they just keep rambling about the same stuff. Who knows? I mean, but you know what? We can't worry about that. We can't, I don't want to say we can't care about that, but that's kind of what I'm talking about is we can't care or worry about those things because something that you and I are talking about makes sense to somebody else. I mean, and that's okay. And that's good because that's why we should share. Um, I love listening to, you know, the S2S podcast secret to success with Eric Thomas and his team. Right. Yeah. But definitely. He has some haters on there. They'll say like, Oh my gosh, you're rambling on about sports and blah, 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 blah. blah. And we're like, Oh my, but that speaks to me. Right. That's you. We love it. That's yeah. why we're married because we like some similar things, but we also, we also, you and I have differences. Sure. We have differences. We have di- things that we think, okay, you don't like pajamas at the, at the Walmart stores or wherever people go shopping or whatever. And I'm like, I don't care what they're wearing. But that's just me and you. Okay. But that's just me and you. Right. But the point is, is what we have differences and that's what makes us unique, special and valuable to each other, to other people. And that's where we shouldn't devalue ourselves and not wor- and don't worry about um, being everything to everybody. We're not going to be everything to everybody. We're yeah. just not. That's, we can't have that kind of goal. We can only be who we are to ourselves. And even to our own family members, even to our own children, all right? Each one of them, we have six, each one of them has a unique personality, okay? And even our own children go, how come you talk to them like that? Or how come you treat them like that? Or treat them like that? But for me, you do it this way. I said, because I'm speaking to you this way, and I'm speaking to them this way, where you each understand. And that's not easy, because we feel like we should be able to treat each child the same way you know, granted, we have certain guidelines or rules or whatever for our house standards for our house period, right? We have certain things for our, our family um, rules. I'll say rules. I don't know of another term. And they know that. But in order to address it for each one of them, it's going to be said differently or we're go- in order to communicate them with them. And does that happen every, you know, easily every time? No. You know, um, when we have our family discussions, we have to, we say it one way. Okay. So it's like, it's like a teacher, you know, he or she may teach the students one specific way. Well, guess what? The auditory learner, it needs to hear it a certain way. And the, the visual learner needs to see it a certain way. And that teacher has to if she's going she or he is going to um um what is it connect with the student students she's got 30 students they have 30 students how are they going to connect they have to actually adjust and change their teaching style every single time they show it they say it they make them feel it touch it it's 
it's you have to be able to do that as a teacher i mean teachers are amazing amazing to me oh my gosh they are a godsend and a blessing and i and the the effective teachers are the ones who can adjust and um be able to connect with each style so that's unique right and so that's what we're that's what we're trying to say here is we all have unique qualities don't hide it don't devalue it embrace it love it show it and that's okay and then when somebody else doesn't like it don't worry about it yeah Yeah, that's okay you just you just go okay well you're not my peep and that's kind of you know that's kind of how it is it's just that's not my people does that mean you hate on them too no no just like oh you know what that's them that's their journey that's where they're at and it's all right yeah it's it's okay to be part of a different tribe but it's you know the beauty of it is like you said becoming a beautiful tapestry that interweaves together to create a beautiful culture and a beautiful people and appreciating all people but most importantly appreciating yourself yeah yeah because when you appreciate and love yourself then you can step forward and make a small impact or even a large impact on those around you because you're becoming the best version of yourself. And that's really what well, we're here to do. That small impact. And I, and I, there we are judging the size of our impact. Yep. It's, it's a judgment. Don't think that your impact is small or big or whatever. They're all big. They're all big. So if that, if that's how it helps you understand something or feel valued, think that every little thing you do is a big impact on somebody. And that could be that smile on your face as you walk in the door to a grocery store and you smiled at somebody. That's huge. Yeah. That makes a big difference. So awesome. Well, I have loved this discussion and last week's discussion. So guys, please make sure that you check out judgment free zone part one this is part two and before we wrap up we got our first fan letter last week and <laughs> I just, it was so cool and so i thought i would read it because i thought it was awesome it just said i'm not going to say who it was from but it's just super cool it says ahoy judy and jody thanks for sharing your experience and thoughts through the podcast your topics have resonated recently with lean in and habits. It's been great to consider in depth some ideas that have been a passing constantly, personally, and to simply hear that others are going through similar challenges. Mahalo. So I just thank you for taking the time to write us and let us know that we're having a small impact. No, Jody, what I just say, impacts are all big. That's true. We're having an impact. I'm not going to put a size on it. So. No, it's huge. No, that's I am. Cool. I'm going to put an impact. That's huge because it was huge to us. Because yeah, it was. It was it's really like, huge. That was that smile. Someone just put a smile on their face. They showed me that smile, and it made it lit my day. Yeah. And that. So I'm not kidding. How much stuff like that? Huh. It's like, makes me go, okay, you know, I want to continue forward and it's valuable. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for, thank you for sending in that note. And for the rest of you, please 
subscribe and give us a review please so that because the review helps us get uh, higher up in the rankings with Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and it's really just because we want to have the biggest impact that we can by sharing our experiences in life and love for life and love for each other and love for you that you know we that's why we're doing this we're just having a good time so yep, yep. we want to just share our experiences that maybe you know, can help somebody. And so obviously we got somebody who it helps. <laughs> hey, one is greater than zero. So that's right. All so, right, everybody. Thank you guys. And mahalo. mahalo.